The heating is on again in the orbital. In fact, while management have gone away, the maintenance staff have turned the heating up. All of the windows have steamed up and the place has taken on a humid, tropical air. Thermal long johns and woolly mittens have given way to gaudy Hawaiian shirts and Bermuda shorts. And, in one case, short shorts. Well, Harry Balzac always was one for bold fashion statements. Down at Budget Clones for You, the vats have started to sweat, and the staff are preparing to decant the latest batch a bit early. It's safe enough, but they do need a bit more looking after than they would if they went full term. Staff members have been nominated to be their mummy. The hotbox office has been converted into a mods clinic. There was an overpowering cabbagey smell, but the techs couldn't find anything in the air filters. In the end, floor mopping guy found one of Rampage's old thongs down behind a radiator. And now things are returning to normal. On the parade, McThargoids are selling their new summer range, including the Sausage McStiffy, Clownfish Fries, Parrot Poppers, and the ever-popular Tropical Tentacle Toasty. Gusto is half-cut on Malibu and making rude gestures at the man from Vista Genomics who wouldn't buy the mould he found inside his clown shoes. Some sunbathers have raised the blast shields on the sunny side of the station, which faces Proxima Centauri, and are tanning themselves on lilos they found in a cupboard. The radiation's warning klaxons suddenly fall silent, and a voice announces, Our mics are live. Good evening everyone, I'm Wilma Fingerdoo and I've been kicking back on the sun deck with a cold beer and a good book. I'm your Harkness and I've overdone it with the sunblock. Now I keep sliding off my chair. I'm Wang Care and I've been creating my own cocktails. Anyone for an Alan Bennett? It has bitters and a Yorkshire pudding in it. I'm Sandy Crevice and um, I've got a bit of a Sandy Crevice. It's the last time I sunbathed on a building site. I'm Norma Snockers and I've been sticking to the shade where it's cooler. Now let's to get get to these headlines before my 99 melts. I got one with two flakes. Security system strands security specialist securing security system. PF produces producer for production. All the latest on Too Hot, Too Messy. Sore-throated scientist sentenced silence. Axwing report on the state of the war. Wotherspoon rescued from winged rascal. What's up? And what's down in Hutton Space with our BGS update?
There was a minor panic in the control room this week, after the station's automated gun platforms, spread in a perimeter around the orbital, inexplicably fell offline. Hutton security chiefs dispatched a waiting Viper patrol craft for some quick EVA out to the platforms to discover the source of the problem, and patrols were stepped up in case it was a precursor to an invasion or a scurrilous hack on security systems at the orbital. Investigations determined that the little automated laser platforms had decided they needed a patch, contacted the manufacturer's servers and performed an upgrade and reboot. Which wasn't a feature anybody realised they'd had. To be fair, the turrets spend most of their time defending passing traffic from drifting canisters of gin and mugs, the byproduct of Hutton truckers not remembering to do their teabagging outside the litter-free zone around the station. Other than that, and the annual oops there's an asteroid heading this way, the guns haven't been fired in anger since the original mug run, defending traders bringing scrap to the orbital from passing pirates. However, the floating firing platforms decided all on their own that they were due a patch. The only problem was that it was delivered not from the orbital nearby, but via a long-range data squirt from the manufacturer, relayed via the nav beacon at Alpha Centauri A. Which meant that the reboot took a little over two hours. Then it crashed. Then it did an auto-recovery, followed by sitting at an are-you-sure screen. With no one sitting at the consoles, which would be a very lonely existence, the security for patrol Viper pilot was able to EVA over to the platform, blow the dust off the keyboard, someone had forgotten to put it under a little plastic sheet, and push Y. At which point the platform rebooted, detected an unpiloted Viper drifting in front of it, marked it as a shipping hazard, and vaporised it. The pilot has called for assistance and in the meantime is helping himself to the emergency supplies cupboard full of tinned hot dogs and beans, warmed by a few blasts from his aphelion. With radio silence from the Pilots' Federation over recent weeks, and the news broken by this very station that the producer was A. Suffering from moths, B. Having a nap, and C. Had been kidnapped, we are happy to report that normal service has now been resumed, and he's been sipping hot honey and lemon from a borrowed hut and mug, suitably sanitised. Followed by a few cups of coffee, and a pint of stimulants, and of course, escaped his captors relatively unharmed. There were concerns that his button-mashing finger had sustained an injury, but through swift application of a dose of there there from Nurse Wyeth, a sticky plaster, and it being surgically removed and replaced by a cyborg one, it has been confirmed that he's back in the hot seat and broadcasting the emulation station pastiche from our very own show that is Frameshift Live from Shinrata. We're monitoring this situation closely, and if his new widget digit does a good job, we might consider applying the same upgrade to our very own technical team. In unrelated news, Commander Flossie has taken delivery of a new set of pruning shears, a pocket cauterizer, and a Lego Technic set in recent days. Too Hot, Too Messy has now been going for an astonishing 25 weeks, and this week we pass the utterly arbitrary but notable milestone of 50,000 mug deliveries. It has been another modest week with average deliveries below 1,300 for four weeks in a row. Haven't you lot shot enough flower people yet? 
Only one new commander joined the effort this week, taking the number to 277 participants. Hutton pilots have delivered over 22,000 mugs and gin, which is less than half the total, but which is good. And thanks go to all the other squadrons taking part. The winged Hussars are still in second with almost 2,500 muggings, and the Buckyball Racing Club are in third, having pushed through the 2,000 mark two of the week. The Paladins are fourth, the Undead are in fifth, and the Burpit are sixth. And the last squadron to have collectively delivered more than a thousand hot mugs and centauri megadin. It'll come as no surprise that the guy in the moth-eaten green combat sweater and the hairy top lip is leading the deliveries table, and this week he passed the 5,000 mug mark. Some say that he wears Buzz Aldrin's flight suit, including the thermal long johns. Waller81 is second with over 4,400, ahead of Nem in third with 3,400. Shay Blackwood has moved into fourth with almost 2,000, ahead of Infinite Dreamer in fifth with 1,800. No new commanders have joined the 1000 Club this week, the membership still numbering eight. Of course, we know all this because it's tracked by the marvel that is the Hutton Helper and updated live on the Too Hot, Too Messy event page at hot.forthebug.com forward slash hotmess2. Also, the Helper is now fully updated and supports both vanilla and chocolate chip versions of the game, so however you play, your Hutton Rares contribution will be recognised automatically. Apart from the mere glory alone, there is additional incentive in the form of a chance to win a real-world Velcro-free Mods Prevented Hut mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in the coming week will be entered into next week's draw to win a real Hut mug. Unless, of course, you already have one, in which case you'll already have been immunised against mods. 23 lucky commanders have accomplished this so far, and you can see a little golden mug next to their names in the top commanders table. And keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. Yes, you in the chat there. If you had delivered 10 mugs and gin in a week, in every week since the start you'd have racked up 250 liveries next to your commander name. And if you haven't, why not? In order to join in the fun, you'll need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com forward slash download, and then your mug and tin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antarius's genetically altered multi-flavoured bionic hamsters. The magical wing at the Orbital has been busy this week as HS 5060 had to make an unscheduled visit to Nurse Wyeth. Not for the rather obvious problem of Got blown up by a Thargoid! Got green go on me! Oh, oh, it stings! Get it off! Get it off! But instead, as a result of last week's radio broadcast. An unintended consequence of the Thargoid conflict on renowned war reporters, the strain on their vocal cords of having, having to read out enormous lists of system names, the role of honour and of the fallen, and working out whether things written in capital letters are acronyms, initialisms or just emphasis, were just too much. He was prescribed a week's voice rest, with the only sounds he was allowed to make being via a digital voice emulation station. That didn't stop Atrus though, as in an effort to assist the ongoing war, he resurrected the Hackswing Briefing channel on Hutton's Discord comms channel. 
mainly as people kept stealing the big, really big pinned list he'd stuck to the hackswing office doors and using it for paper darts from the top of the concourse. He's feeling a lot better, but out of an overabundance of caution, he's been asked whether he can give it a rest this week. For clarity's sake, we mean his voice, not the report, nor the long list. So, with the aid of Hollow Atrus and his digital replacement vocal cords, here's Atrus. Good evening, trackers! This is 56 is reporting in with this week's update from the Farcoin War. It's been a good week overall for humanity, with victory seen once again across the multiple maelstroms. We've still got a long way to go to save humanity from the insectory threats. Victory's well achieved in HIP 20527, HIP 20492, HIP 24422, and Tanaeus, Maelstroms, respectively. For our brave pilots in Hexwing, we saw victories in three systems. The other Cockyjar, oh, Maelstrom, Chibis, and Call 285 Sector AFE B13 5. We're saved from Thargoid Invasion. Hooray! Our third victory was the retaking of Hip. Oh, for God's sake. 38285 from the Thargoids, which is the first human populated system to be retaken from Thargoid control. This has been a huge achievement and was only possible with the help of the broader galactic community and Hexman is proud to have fought alongside them to bring us the greatest moment this great moment. Cake for everyone by Ran Cake. Hexwing would like to honour Congressius Tenebrous for bringing together the so many squadrons to fight off the invaders and they in turn have invited the sucker to their sector of the bubble for mugging so we can further fortify the sector from mods and thargoids. I would also like to honour several Hexwing pilots for their efforts over the last week. Oh my god. Commanders Talian Diblint, Diblint, D dot Blint, Dint, Miggles, 314159, sounds like a right pie, have distinguished themselves with 453, 231, and 186 Thargoids killed respectively. Wow, Commanders, it's strange. Groove Champion, quite the dancer, and an amazing Diamante-studded platform shoes. And Quasme and Delafonte have transported 1,561, 572, and 495 civilians to safety. Your hard work is an inspiration to us all. They're ever so nice, that lot, aren't they? Hexwing! We'll remain near the cocky Joe. Maelstrom this week to help delivering victories to the many squadrons that call their sector home. Your orders for this week, Hexwing, will be to defend. Oh, gold. 
Desurin Bin, Tudela Prospect, and Spinrad Hub. I went there once for the fitness class, but my thighs are still aching. And two planetary bases that have been attacked, so combat pilots will be needed to defend them from invading Thargoids. While evac pilots will be needed to transport civilians to safety. Emergency supplies can be delivered to Spielberg Ring and two other orbital outposts to help the local system authorities to repel the invasion. Let's get out there and keep showing them that truckers are a fo truckers are forced to be reckoned with. Right. For the bug! Messages have been sent to the Galnet News outside broadcasts fan over the last few days concerned for the welfare of broadcaster, anti-xeno pilot, photographer, train spotter and philosopher Commander Wotherspoon after there were rumours that a fellow robot parrot had locked him in a broom cupboard and started feeding Beetlejuice strange messages via the teleprompter. Authorities were tipped off when his usual incisive, acerbic and carefully crafted style appeared to have been replaced by information that was broadcast only moments before by the Hutton Orbital News Team, just without the grammatical errors, alliteration and wild speculation that normally accompanied just things. Oh, and it referred to the galaxy as a game, and we know that's not true. Sure enough, the red-eyed Norwegian Blue was found sitting and pecking away at Wotherspoon's keyboard again this week, at which point it panicked, flew into its cage and self-destructed. A small puff of magic blue smoke that normally accompanies the demise of motherboards and high-end graphics cards that have had enough withdrawing little planets escaped its beak. It let out an awkward awk, swung upside down on its perch, and moved no more. Commander Wotherspoon was rescued from the cupboard, none the worse for, for wear. He had a pocket copy of Bradshaw to keep him company, and will be reprising his role as the galaxy's most accurate and original digester of what's been going on this week, in time for Beetlejuice to put down her cranes and do the necessary. He's busting to use the facilities though after a week's incarceration and started that he might stated that he might keep his this week's content short as a result. What became of the parrot? We understand it appeared at a local thrift store where the proprietor is attempting to sell it whilst performing a classic comedy sketch. <laughs> You'll be pleased to hear that normal service has been returned to the BGS broadcast cover this week after last week's, um, report. Five systems are getting themselves noticed for the wrong reasons. You know where has found its rightful place, and there is no war in Avic. More on those stories coming up. Ross 671 has pipped Barnard's star to the bottom spot this week by two points on just 33%. A civil war is just starting to tie up a fifth of system influence, but it's still worth working the system for Hutton. Barnard's star is quiet for the moment on 35, so truckers should take advantage of this before the inevitable squabbling starts to lock up influence in a day or two. 
On 37, Georgie's pants have dropped to within a couple of points of Barnard's star, and it's about to have a quarter of its influence tied up in a civil war. Less than 10% of influence is up for grabs in Wolf 25, as two wars have the system gridlocked on 37. Last of the delinquents is our key system of Epsilon Indy on 39%, which has seen an outbreak amongst its 4 billion population, shipping meds to the large pads to relieve the situation. Wolf 1481 is in need of water purifiers and power generators and is, as an infrastructure failure has knocked out systems across the system, but as it's on 65%, there's no need to hurry. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have five systems above 60%, and the hag hole has been expanding so much recently you could park a fleet carrier in there. Is Snuggles ever going to get his late, late, late Christmas present? Are, or, oh, are all the couriers on strike? Priorities this week are, if you want to chuck something, boost Ross 671, Barnard Star, and try to lift up George's pants. Ship meds into Epsilon Indy. I think we did really well there. Who did? Seamless. All of us. Somebody did. It was very seamless. No, it was terrible. Oh. There were no seams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't fake them either because if you try to fake them and put some in, they'll know. Yeah. I was going it's to say they're a clever lawyer bunch and then I looked at the comments Ursat and the seams. seams and I thought, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Are they... Uh... <laughs> anyway. How is it anyway. going? Anyway. Did anyone anyway. see the Frontier live stream? I did. Not yes. me. No, sadly so, not. So what happened? I didn't what happened? Well, we rely on chicks to tell us everything about it. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on, though, man. Um, yeah, the, it's, it's like we're almost in February. It feels like Valentine's Day is around the corner. And Frontier have had their first live stream of 3309. Woo! Um, so, I don't know. Does Jim... Uh, you haven't got the pictures, Jim. What pictures? Oh, the ones in the margin there in green in the script. Oh, didn't even know there were any pictures. Uh, well, anyway. Um, well, there so, are, no. Seamless. So live, <laughs> yeah, live, seamless. live stream. Yeah, there you go. Seamless. <laughs> so live stream is the 24th. Wow. If the, by a week, I can't work it out. Too, uh, too, too many gins. Um, hosted by Arf and Sally, and uh, producer Adam, as you heard earlier on in the news, is back. Um, <laughs> I couldn't quite figure out. Arf was wearing an Odyssey T-shirt, which told me that Frontier's offices are reasonably well heated. Um, but he was also wearing a woolly hat indoors, and I was well, confused. Have any hair. Well, I know, but surely by now he's used to his head being cold. Maybe it was a. Is he? A fashion statement. I, anyway, I don't know. I was, I was confused by the whole thing. There were no mugs, nothing on the table this time. No, um, what? No buckyball clubs. <clears throat> no hot mugs. No mugs of any description. New so, year, new table, new start. Well, unless somebody fresh mods pinch them over Christmas. Um, as we, if if those who pay attention to these things, if you look in your um, what's it called, your inventory screen in Twitch, if you've been. Um, watching since the start of the show, where are we? 43% of an hour. Um, so watching, or listen, well, you 
could be watching, you could be playing the game. Having Twitch on at the moment, you'll be 43% through the first hour. For me, that's an anaconda blizzard skin. So it's the winter blizzard skins, um, and it's the green one for the anaconda. And if you carry on watching all the way through the green room, you'll probably get the Asp X uh, blizzard skin as well, the green one. Um, The blue ones, um, again, blizzard ice, um, finished today. So we haven't, we haven't got no life. So this will be the last chance, but you were can. They blue? I thought they, they were purple. Oh, I thought it was blue. blue. It was blue. You need to sort your monitor out, uh, Amelia. The other things are purple. They're all the usual crap. They are. I think there were some purple ones, weren't there? Maybe at the start of December. Um, yeah, but, they, they, yeah. They but these green they, ones, if you yeah. tune into any of the other um, elite Twitch partners, you can still get them up to when's the 31st five days it must be what monday tuesday um so if you don't manage to get the green ass skin by the end of our stream if you tune into somebody else in the next five days you should be able to finish that one off and then they'll have a whole presumably they'll go to is it still winter or winter stuff they didn't actually say but they will start again in february for the next uh 20 yeah yeah, March, I start doing spring stuff. And, yeah, because yeah. the autumn ones were all the leafy ones, weren't they? So yeah. Quite good. yeah. But anyway, it's free stuff, and all you have to do is tune in. And just um, for you, chicks, I put the images in. Excellent. Is there a is there a picture of? Yes, uh, um, Sally. There, there, there's. I mean, t-shirt and a woolly hat indoors. I mean, what's that about? Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, bit of. Game news. So there will be a small update on Monday. Um, patch notes have yet to be released and also details of when the servers will be down, how big the download is and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it'll be update 14.02. So that will be Monday. And then the next big update, update 15, um, will be in April. Now, they did say there was going to be some, and it's spelled cool, as in Tom Kuehl here, but it includes some cool stuff. Who's uh, Tom Kuehl? Uh, he's one of the senior designers. On uh, He often appears on the live stream. Um, um, he's, he, he was on the Christmas live stream. If you, I don't know whether you saw that. Oh, okay. No. Um, but Tom's one of the guys who does a lot of fun stuff and uh, a lot of the clever stuff that goes into the game. A lot of the cool um, stuff. Cool. So you'll yeah, often exactly. see stations cool, cool, cool uh, outpost or something like that on a. If you do any surface, uh, if you ever got surfaces, yeah. in fact, most of the designers have got stations named after them. I mean, I think Tom's got like two hundred named after him. Um, so that's update fifteen in April, and update sixteen will be. I think they said November previously, but they just said it's going to be later in the year. Anyway, it's months away, so you need to worry about that. And we've got fifteen coming up, and April's mm. not that far away. No, 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 not well, far no. at all. Maybe there's only a short, short month, isn't it? A short month, maybe one yeah. of us as well. It's a spiky one. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, Sa- Sally raised an inter- interesting question. Um, about exploration, like to ask the question: is, Will we still be around when one percent of the galaxy is explored? Because at the moment, 
according to uh, um, Frontier, there's only, I've lost the number now. Oh, there it is. 0.059% of the galaxies currently explored. So you can see the screen. There's it always, has to be more than that. Why? Well, no. not according to Frontier, and they would know. That's 236 that, that... million systems that have been explored. Yeah, yeah, but there's 400 billion systems. It just doesn't sound like much. So nope. if there were, f when it gets to one percent, there'll be forty billion systems. Uh, sorry, uh, four billion systems, mm. and two hundred thirty-six million is is a small fraction of four billion. So we've still got a long way to go. So why is it I only ever go to the explored systems, ones that people have been in before? Because you, you you probably at the. I pick a seemingly random direction. No, I know, but everybody else does that. So yeah. you've got to get above above the plane or below the plane significantly. You know, a couple of yeah, hundred I mean, light years. What are the chances of, you know, picking the same random direction? Well, as... if you're fairly close to the bubble or fairly close to the line between the bubble and Colonia or fairly close to the line yeah. between, Col I can't even say Colonia now, Colonia and Beagle Point or fairly close to the line between the bubble and um, Star One, then you'll find that everybody else has already been there. Same yeah. with all of the paths directly to and from most of the pretty nebula that you can see from within the bubble. And it doesn't take look, much to actually if, incorporate all of that space as being mostly explored. Yeah. Hmm. If you look at ED Astro, um, edastro.com, I think it is, um, they have a heat map which shows you where commanders have been, and you can you can see visually, you know, there's a... A, a filled in map of the galaxy explain just you know, showing you exactly what Jim's just said. And you can um, see these sort of highways between all these points of interest what, in the galaxy. What is that? Do we have a link? ED Astro. Yeah. Um if somebody can post it in the uh gotta find a browser that's not busy first. Um, yeah. But if on ED Astro if you do go to ED Astro, make sure you don't um zoom in on the rude pictures that people have drawn on the galaxy <laughs> sort of just yeah. right of the middle and go up a little bit don't look there i wouldn't look there just just no no further up than that the other thing that really skews the numbers is the uh red dwarves and the brown dwarfs that nobody ever bothers going to and they're That's true, because... most of the stars that are out there so if you're actually looking for interesting yeah. systems instead of 400 billion it's probably more like 2 billion and that figure would suddenly be over 1%, but that's including the boring systems that nobody ever goes to. Yeah. So, unfortunately, most of the galaxy is boring. And there's nothing to do in it, mm. and the game's in maintenance Cause... mode, and we know it's not worth playing anymore. Oh, wait, no, hang on, that's a different game. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was on live radio for a second then. So, so just, as, just as an example of that, I mean, the, the, the 60 closest, I'm not talking about in the game, but in, in reality, the 60 closest stars to the sun 50 of them you can't see with the naked eye because they're brown dwarfs and red dwarfs and they're just too dim to see and they as far as the game goes stars like that are pretty useless because i mean i know you can fuel scoop from a from a red dwarf but it's it's painful because you've got to get really close and you overheat very quickly so it's easy people just stick to you know kgbf oa type stars because they're much easier mm -hmm. to and they're well, more likely to have earth likes and stuff like that. So that's what a water world. That's what people are looking for. Why is there like a, a black circle right next to the bubble? 
Oh, it's a permit lock system. Yeah, but that that's a lot of systems. That's like loads yeah, yeah, and yeah, loads yeah. and loads yeah. of systems. Yeah, you kind of have to get in that way to get past. We don't weld. Strax lab. Anyway, so we uh, all will be revealed at some point. I I assume. Yeah. I'm not always into that idea. I meant in the other. Is this? Is that where the Gnosis went in there? I can't remember. That's where the Gnosis was not allowed to go. That's where the Gnosis didn't didn't go. Tried to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a bit of a sod that when you get stuck on the other side of it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. You do have to. It's a bit of a weird one to get around, eh? It's a bit like, uh, what was it called? The Truman Show, where you sort of get to the edge and go, doink, doink, something something (laughs) here. Oh, you don't want to start from here, mate, if you want to get there. Uh, That's right. So, explorers, you need to get out. Well, you, that, so, that still looks like a hell of a lot more than 0.59%. Well, it's, it's, maths is very simple. I mean, that looks like loads of the galaxy has already been Light, lightly dusted. It's got, it's got 400 of the galaxy billion. Have been traversed. Not so much yet. That's been four marked. with 11 noughts. And even 11's hard to count up to. For some. 11. Yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, Commander Exorcist um, featured in the live stream as well. Uh, Commander Exorcist makes a lot of um, very nice, I'm just pasting it into the chat. There's a lot of very nice exploration videos. And apparently it has a, um, a a series called Out There, and season five is about to start in mid-February. And so they played the uh, the trailer for season five. It's about two and a half minutes long. It's, it's quite short. So not now. Don't press it now. But save that for later. Or you can press it now if you want, or you can just search for it on YouTube. Um, some very nice visuals, sort of planetary stuff. Um, lots of... Ring planets, uh, ring stars, stuff like that. It was very, very nice. And nice sort of cinematic music. It's, it's nicely edited and put together. And then before Stellar Screenshots, which was the last thing they did, um, they had quite a long, um, not that it was overly long. It was, I, I, it's not a subject. It was about the Thargo Wars. So they had, had Darien, young Darien, who's one of the senior designers on, on Elite at Frontier. Talking about Thargoid War, I don't really have much interest in the Thargoid War. It's, it's kind of, oh, that's going on over there, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was really interesting. I It prompted me to sort of interrogate Atus a little bit on Discord. Um, if there was a like an idiot's guide to the Thargoid War that you could just look at from time to time and see how it's all going. So he, he put up this, and I've pinned it in the Discord channel on, on the Discord if you want to take a look. Um, DCOH or something. Um, and it tells you the current state of the Thargoid War, how many systems, how we're doing, how the Thargoids are doing. Um, but, so if you're not into shooting flower people, it's worth just a quick look and you can keep going back to that that link and, and see how we're doing. Um, humanity could do better, I think. Um, Tharg has captured uh, 606 systems. And if you think that's in two months... You quickly do the maths. Tharg is capturing 10 systems a day. I mean, not all of them. I think he, he did change it. He did clarify that they weren't all 
um, inhabited, and then he changed his mind and said, "Oh shit, yes, they are." Yeah, so but to put moment, that into to put that into context, though, oh. that's not point no 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 five nine percent of the galaxy. <laughs> uh, yes, but he's talking about the bubble, um, and I think I can't remember the exact number. But it was like twenty thousand, just over twenty thousand that humanity control, and Tharg has got six hundred in two months. So in six years, just quickly doing the maths in my head, um, in six years, um, Aitra said, oh, we'll all run off to Caroni. I said, come on, it's never that desperate. Just go off to Star One or somewhere. But um, yeah, interesting. And the, the, what Derin was talking about was how they look at the war and they look at the data and they look at the behaviours so they can tweak um, how sort of... Um, not, I'm going to say aggressive, I suppose it is aggressive, but how effective Thargoids are or how effective pilots are and, and turn it, tune it to match or, you know, to reflect player player reaction, which I, I think is all very interesting. It's quite, mm. it's quite, it's sort of 20 minutes, half an hour of, of stuff. But if you're into shooting the flower people, it's well worth a watch. I shall have to catch the VOD of that. Hmm, no, yeah, it was good. Ah, and that was the that was the live stream. There was other stuff as well, but they were the highlights. Well, it's good to have them yeah. back. Yeah, two weeks next one. They're they're going back to their regular bi-weekly um, routine, fortnightly. That means every two weeks for the night shift. Good, good. So I want to go exploring now. <laughs> If you head off that way, no, no, a little bit further to the left. Yeah, that's it. And now up a bit. Yeah, head over that way and you might find something that nobody's seen before. Oh, okay. You could head out to that rude diagram. Which one? There's several. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> you've, you've looked, have you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> which, which one you did make, you model for? You could for make chips? your own. So, so say that again. Which one did you model for? Um, the cat. Did you see the two women pointing at the cat on the other side of the galaxy? Yes. <laughs> will I? Will I be? So it the just cat? prompts everybody to go out and do their own. You know, and I don't mean an SRV in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do? Who's going to talk about the next one? Did you go for the full? I want to check first when you were modelling for the cat. Did you go for the full way, uh, George Galloway? Would you like me to be the cat? Oh, Celebrity Big Brother many years ago. Oh, Jesus right, Christ, yeah. come on. There you go. Showing your age there, I think, Mia. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, let's just move on. Let's move on to Bloody Big Rocks instead. Space, space, space BBRs. Space News. Space. Who wants to talk actual, about Bloody Big Rocks? Actual Space News that's relevant to us. Right now. Well, Go in on, about Mia, two you, hours' time. You do this best. Why do, okay. Um, is around midnight, what, tonight? Yeah. Jings, there is a BBR or Big Bloody Rock around midnight, 2,200 miles from the Earth. Let's have a wee look at this. Is Abney read about this yet? It's, the link's in the ooh, chat, so if you want to open it It's below geostationary orbit, so it's going to be closer than many of our satellites Oof. are. Yeah, it's yeah. usually where the satellites are and everything. That is a bit scary. Um, so a minute, is that midnight... For the UK, is that midnight for midnight, the UK? Midnight UK. Yeah, midnight so GMT. GMT. Yeah. Game time. GMT, not GNT. 
game time. Or, or you just look up and you'll see a shooting star or something. Uh, no, won't you, you won't see anything. In the atmosphere. Uh, no, you, you, you'd you'd yeah. need a telescope and the very accurate pointy thing for it. Plus, it's plus really Britain, you know, it needs to not be cloudy. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got yeah, no chance of that. This thing's, oh, this no, thing's no, closest so approach is over South America, so the southern right. tip of South America. So, so for the um, for the Matrix among us, that's three thousand six hundred kilometers, and for the Imperials, that's two thousand two hundred miles. So that's that is, a, that is it, pretty close. So that's it's ten times as high as say something like the International Space Station, but it's mm-hmm. one tenth of the distance that the GPS satellites orbit. So it's it's right in amongst it. All right. Yeah. The really scary thing, though, this was discovered less than a week ago, I think. Mm. Yeah. It's quite small. I'd just like to see how big the scene it is. You wouldn't want it on your toe. Five to eight metres across, so size Mm. of a a small minibus sort of size, so a big bugger. Make a a hell of a boom if it did hit. Yeah, Yeah. that's all it would be. Smaller than the one that uh, burst over Chelyabinsk. Yeah, can't even say it. Chelyabinsk, Chelyabinsk. a couple of years back. Mm. So it's smaller Chelyabinsk. than that one. But the really scary thing is that rocks in this sort of size range, so the, the 5 to 50 metre ones, we've actually discovered an estimated 0.6% of them. How do which we know me- if you don't know how many there are? Guesstimation, based on how many we see in certain is, areas is of the sky. Num- and- is that number from Frontier? No, they, they, they'd put it 10 times lower if it was from Frontier. Yeah, it's worse than that. Bruce Willis has retired for filmmaking. We can't even send him up. I mean, judging from the amount they estimate has been discovered in the galaxy, then it would be a hell of a lot lower than 10 times as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of these things out there that are alarmingly close to Earth periodically. But we but we know something that small is, is pretty likely to, to A... Uh, fracture and burn up and then be small enough to burn up in the atmosphere well, very very what, little of it will get to the surface yeah but what when they're you... saying that, yeah it's it's not going to hit the surface anyway what they're saying is it's encounter with earth will affect its gravity but it'll yeah. pull it out it'll pull it away from there so it'll end up mm. being about halfway between earth and mars and its next orbit yeah uh... but it's still going to pass earth's orbit so that's uh, it just means it does it oh, less yeah. often just think in 600 yep. years, Marco Inaros will be claiming responsibility. Probably. But the, the really scary thing is if you go up to the next size category, the sort of 150-metre range asteroids, the ones that would actually leave a crater the size of a small town if they hit, oh, we've, course, yeah. we've still only discovered approximately 40% of those. Yeah. So if one of them cropped up with three days' notice, it would be brown yeah. trouser moments while they worked out the orbits. Yeah. But if you then go up to the the thousand metres of the one <laughs> kilometre across ones, right? They're only one of them, one in every five hundred thousand years. But we found ninety five percent of those. Oh, they're easy to find. They're big. They're big. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the the next and size up from go, that, but they think they found all hundred percent of them, all four. Yeah, all four of them. But we only and need to have missed one for that to only be eighty percent. So. And if you go up yeah. the next size from that, there's only like nine of them. It's eight now because they. They demoted Pluto. Yeah, poor Pluto. Yeah. And we're one of them. Well, I hope we don't hit ourselves. No, we can't hit ourselves, surely. No, that'd be really scary. That would be scary. But yeah, anyway. they are. So, so it goes from explosion in the sky could cause injuries, one to two kilometre crater, possible mass casualties. Ten kilometre crater 
global devastation. 100-kilometer crater, mass extinctions. Do you think uh, the mainstream media will actually have a legitimate use for the word devastation or devastated then? Because it's, it's no, a, it's a, just, just devastated a word that's been ruined for me now. If somebody misses the bus, they're devastated. You know, if their coffee yeah. goes cold, they're devastated. Whereas, no, that's this a strong is... word if someone's coffee goes yeah. cold. Exactly, but <laughs> yes. people use it all the time. Is if I, mm. I, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was a bit miffed or I was mildly annoyed or... Yeah, or I was But no, they're upset, devastated. Or I was disappointed. Yeah, no, devastated. Yeah, devastated. Now, it's a big word literally to mean figuratively. Yes. 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 If it really if you... is annoying. If you'd left your winning lottery ticket and you'd got the jackpot and that was left on the bus, that could be devastating if you missed the bus to pick it up. Oh, that but, could, that uh, could, well, devastate for you, it could be devastating. Do you, do you remember but when... Found that, you do you know. remember like 10, 20 years ago when everything was awesome? Um, well, no, I don't remember anything being awesome perhaps, 20 years ago. Yeah, perhaps, no, but, no, but, <laughs> perhaps it is if you have a very awesome, low no. standard of all. They, but, didn't uh, Lego make a song about that? Did they? Yes. Got awesome. Everything is awesome. Yeah. Another <laughs> word that's been ruined we take words and we wear them out yeah. by applying them to everything yeah so we words. make new words I'm, I'm well, why don't we just use the right I'll words get you word. i'll get you a word that's ready for <laughs> better words just to hold on speaking of words have we incorporated last week's word of the week into this week's script no some somebody's been slack right no it's too late now I just... Starting I just came back to hear, I just came back to hear the word slack. Let's have a look. I'm see. I'm locking the script. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to hear about you don't want to hear about Ninny Hammer then. It's in Norway, it isn't just it? Mean, yeah. It be? just means a fool. Only a Ninny Hammer doesn't what? Oh, only a right. Ninny Hammer doesn't vote. I can find a better one than that, I'm sure. Only a Ninny Hammer doesn't use last week's the, word of the week in this week's script. Is the uh, is the percussionist mm. warming up his drumsticks? Yeah, that one. What his symbols? His drumsticks. Are we? Are we ready yeah, for the? Oh, we ready? Right. Yeah. Yes, we do. No, have we're not. No, just you. Just you. Hold on, just one more. Ah, we we moved on. None of you. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I can go ahead with that. Yeah, you see. <laughs> this <laughs> this week's book winner is Nim. Yay! Hey. Way. Well done, Nem. Yeah, you know what to do, I'm sure. You nasty, <laughs> evil-minded bitch. <laughs> that, that's what Nem stands for. So if Not you get in touch by, by emailing us at itookpart at hutnorbital.com and make sure you include some proof of who you are because 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 we really need proof of who you are, Nem. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, you're getting nothing. So what was that word again? Nem. No, yeah. ninny, 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 hammer. ninny hammer. Yeah, only a ninny, ninny hammer. hammer wouldn't. Yeah, only a ninny hammer wouldn't send proof. So, this week is the green room, everyone, which Woo! means you should all be heading into Team Speak as we speak. Yeah. Only a ninny hammer would miss out. Yeah, no, not green room uh, yet. <laughs> no, not yet, but. We need to give people time to actually download the TeamSpeak client if they want to, and yeah, get it installed, that, and get know, it set up, and get it pointed at. At the arrow, yeah, yeah. At the arrow, then he hammers. It's going to take them away. We get in there, isn't it? Yep. And what's the uh, the site they have to put into TeamSpeak once they downloaded it? Uh, is it ts.forthemug.com? Yep. And that's Yay. not a website. 
That's a TeamSpeak that's site. Yeah, that's a TeamSpeak team site. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Carry us I have the landing pad. Right. So, what do you call an anteater who's protecting something? Jeff. Yeah. Well, Jeff. Yeah, but Jeff has a job. He would be a guard fuck. Mm. Let's move on and never speak of that again. Only Flossie can save us with the CG news. this week's CG News. Last week's CGs, Deliver Resources for Experimental Weapon Stabiliser, was completed at 19.30 on Sunday, with 29,253 units collected. As Tier 1 was reached, the Class 3 Experimental Weapon Stabiliser should now be available at Rescue Megaships. The Class Five experimental weapon stabilizers should be made available at megaships on the 2nd of February. As T2 was also reached, the top 25% of participants should have received one Class 3 experimental weapon stabilizer today. As T3 was reached, the top 50% of participants should have reached uh, should have received one Class 3 experimental weapon stabilizer today. And the top 25% of participants should also receive one Class 5 experimental weapon stabilizer on the 2nd of February. All participant module rewards will be placed in storage at the Glorious Prospect. Protect Azimuth Biotech Initiative Deliveries Finished at Tier 3 this morning with 47,607,204,958 credits earned. New CGs. As Kytrix posted on the forums, figures 41667465726E 6F 6F 6E 2060 2060-2D-2060-2040-4773-2074-6869-73-2077-65-65-6B and I'm sure a lot of you have probably already worked that out to, as being hexadecimal. And it translates as afternoon all, no CGs this week. <laughs> probably something to do with the update on Monday, I should think. Anyway, that's it for this week's CG News. Blasi told you what to do.
And now we hand over to the Rabbi and Rab Berta Bums of News. Waxing lyrical with stories from all over the galaxy. It's Beetlejuice and Wellerspoon with the Galnet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 26th of January, 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the scribbling senator rewrites history, and we round up the week's other main stories. Scribbling senator Drew Wagar, who last year said farewell to farewell tours has announced plans for a commercial release of his famous history books that were originally published as the Oolite Saga. But in order to protect the innocent, and possibly also for commercial reasons, the senator will change any names that other people might object to him using in stories. Thus, the rank elite will become elect. The Galactic Cooperative, or Galcop, becomes Tradecom. The Dark Wheel becomes Obsidian Ring, Thargoids become Swarmers, and the legendary planet Raxler becomes Enigma. The stories will include famous settings such as Brave Station, Tony's Rotating Graveyard, and Futon Orbital. Renowned ship types such as the Bobra Mark III, the Middlewinder, and the Weimar Mark III. And the great powers, the Anonzi, the Fedora Nation, and the umpire. Keep watching the Scribbling Senator's Gal Worldwide website for news of these four exciting new publications. In other news, the Swarmer invasion of the human-occupied balloon continues apace, with the eight Swarmer whirlpools now surrounded by 500 Swarmer-controlled systems. The good news is that Azalea Biotech has today delivered the first of its anti-xenon weapon stabilisers, meaning that commandos will now be able to shoot swarmers with five experimental weapons at once. Rumours continue that the one-time head of Azalea Biotech, known as Deliverance, may still be alive. These rumours started when former test subject E3 set off on what she described as a mission to settle some unfinished business with Deliverance. The Swarm God cult megaships remain hidden, but there have been moves towards the re-establishment of the tri-superpower anti-swarm agency Egypt. The Emperor of the Umpire's niece, Princess Ashtray, has openly called for the Umpire to recognise the need to work together with the other superpowers and to back the re-establishment of Egypt under its former Director of Research, Professor Album Chesso. There's been no further word from Admiral Agu Stammer following the pardon he received last week from President Saddlery Nutson. However, he's believed to be masterminding the Fedora Nation's anti-swarm defence effort. 
and artificers, Professor Dismal Failing and Sheep Thank You continue to work on the green uncodified mementos that may eventually provide us with a way to enter the swarm whirlpools and rid the balloon of these alien monstrosities once and for all. And that's this week's Gallant News. Left on, Commando, and don't forget to blaze your own snail. Now to another Burns Night tradition. Is that rope burns or carpet burns? Uh, anyway, with a face like a burst haggis, it's me a Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free bag of neeps. This week we have the following events. The Afond Kiss and Then We Sever Cup. The At The Druthy Tournament. The When Only Haggis Will Do Deja Vu Trophy. The Tam O'Shanter Don't Go Into The Churchyard Charity Shield. The Sending You Straight to the Burns Ward Spectacular. The Gone Awarty Bite Award. So, get off your hardies, gather your brows like a gathering storm, and if you're coming through the dry, don't draggle your petticoats. The Hutton Helper results are Comet Bond jumped 22,000 light years to come first in distance travelled, Mustafa Beer sold 62,000 tons of cargo. Montgomery Python is this week's top mission runner. With 830 mission points, Alex Zuno handed in 888,888,888 credits worth of bounties. Attic 2 handed in just over 1.6 billion credits of combat bonds. And Boomtron delivered 3,018 people to their various destinations. So, decals for Boomtron. Exhaler for exploration data handed in, and Dart Virtual for Ore Mind. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of an overly complicated tartan bong, Holy Willie's Prayer, and a Cutty Sark. There have only been three Huttonmans in the last seven days. They are Norbert Patanod, 1 hour 23 minutes and 48 seconds. Nemb, 1 hour 24 minutes and 31 seconds, and Artificial, that's Artificial, with 1 hour 25 minutes and 1 second. Anyway, there is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing shuggled, defrosted, exploded, launched, wrung in, first footed, decked with boughs of holly, motivated, evacuated, unfriended, ejected, manhandled or women handled, smeared, deflected, irrigated, emphasised, Stiff, snuffled, flip-flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, ginned, wrapped up with a pretty bow, shipped, short, rescued, having their immersion ruined, 
battered and deep fried, repaired, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, bumped, frozen, liquidated, evaporated, smelled, licked, discombobulated, recombobulated, head butted, rubbed, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, murderized with an S, interrobanged, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, reallowed after consulting VER, smelted, loved, adored, cherished, and probated, and you can earn yourself a very fetching hut and decal for doing it. To get involved, you just have to go to hot.fordemug.com and download or sign up for these spectacular hut and helper available in three alluring formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than getting caught spying on Nanny and Nanny the Witch and her cutty sock. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Now we go over to Amelia for this week's Galnet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities, so you don't have to. Tonight we've taken the rares. Gullnet Sampling Ship, over to HIP 41181 for a truly spectacular experience. We've joined a team in the clouds of the terraformable Ammonia World, over 500,000 light seconds away from the jump-in point. Our rare is sold at Adderson Station, but there are twin planets nearby, an Earth-like and a terraformable Ammonia planet. Our food this week usually isn't found on the habitable world, but rather on its rather less habitable neighbour. It has seas and clouds and land masses, but with an atmosphere containing a huge amount of ammonia. It's, it's just not suitable for human habitation, at least not yet. Amongst the swirling clouds, the hip proto-squid can be found. Not a genetic relative of the giant squid of Earth. I mean, Convergent evolution has delivered something that, to all intents and purposes, could be a close cousin. We're hovering 20,000 leagues above the sea, aboard a hunting vessel. Disturbingly, this thing isn't just protected against the corrosive atmosphere, but it's armoured and armed to the teeth. As we drift through the clouds, a call comes from the lookout, and we all turn to see our prey. Rising from the clouds is the stuff of nightmares. A leviathan with tentacles as long as an anaconda. A body as large as a cutter and eyes bigger than your starter sidewinder. The hip protosquid is enormous. It's not entirely smooth. The older squid often sport bearded growths and, and what's more, I mean, God, this it's groovy. Lines along its body are visible even from this distance. It inflates and deflates itself to rise or drop in the atmosphere. At the base of the tentacles, there's a beak that's more than capable of shearing whole vessels in two. And this one, this one looks hungry. A 
As the captain calls for a red alert, the harpoons swivel on their gimbals and the battle begins. At the end of it, humanity wins, but only just. We've caught one of these monsters and it's lashed to our hull, ready to be taken to a waiting Type 9 for processing. The squid are only ever caught the traditional way, by small crews brave enough to look them in their habitation dome-sized eyes. The squid isn't just dangerous when alive. Enveloping ships and dragging them to their doom in the seas below, everything about them is dangerous. Their excrement is riddled with ammonia, and as with all good fertilizers, it is highly explosive. Proto-squid droppings have caused the land masses on the planet to be pockmarked with craters. The average temperature on the planet is over 120 degrees Celsius, meaning that the squid itself is highly combustible and explosive. Energy weapons are banned, as is anything more dangerous than a harpoon. Once harvested, the hip squid is processed and swiftly served to waiting rare hunters. It, it's not cooked. That would be so dangerous. Instead, it's shredded and served as ceviche. Like its earthly cousin, it's slightly rubbery, takes some chewing, and the flavour is surprisingly delicate. Served with a slice of lemon and a little garlic butter, it's a delightful flavour. One mature squid is enough to feed whole villages. The waste products keep the farms of the nearby Earth-like fertilised for years. This rare isn't just dangerous, it's deadly. And the squid are hard to hunt and exceedingly rare. They are spacefaring and make their way to the Earth-like nearby to breed, spawning in the warm waters of the tropics before making their way back to the ammonia world. Space lanes are plagued by hungry immature proto-squid, who will as soon eat you and your ship as pass peacefully. The sight of these beasts is possibly more impressive than their flavour. They're gargantuan and terrifying. But for the gourmet, they're a welcome diversion from the more mundane foods in the galaxy. I'm Amelia Hawke and I'm off to read some Jules Verne. There's a sincere chance that he might have visited other worlds before anyone else. And if he didn't, I'm hunting through his writings to see if there are, as of yet, more undiscovered wonders out there. I've nearly been eaten by a giant squid. So you don't have to. Yeah, that sounds know. scary. Yeah. It's very scary. It's very scary. Yes. I looked at that picture and thought, oh my God, there's a giant dead penis on the beach and it's looking at me. And that <laughs> would be very scary. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be terrifying. Especially if it blinked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Spot> at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, giant squids coming up to the depth and trying to wrestle your ship. And no, no, I don't fancy so that at all. I'm really excited because, like, we have 44 Twitch viewers and we have a whopping three in our green room. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a wild night tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rest of them are just shy, I think. 
Yeah, very, very shy. More presenters than there are green rumours. Yep, but at least we get to talk to each other as well. That's okay, let's That's get true. new checks. Yeah, we're down to four now, so we only outnumber them four to three. Yeah, let's get closer. <laughs> um, if anyone cares to come to the green room, now's the time to do it. Um, yeah. Because we are about to head up there. Um, and we will speak to you. This only happens like... You to speak back. <laughs> this only happens like once a month, so you know, it's, yeah. like, it's like a rare. Oh, we've lost someone already. Oh, God. Hey, so, you don't, don't, see, don't see anything else. Just go, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> no, it's a tricky hickey and they're uh, back in the landing pad, so I think they may have had connection issues. Uh-oh. Oh, that's a relief. Oh, oh, baking connection issues. They're still in the landing pad, though, so... You know, I would love for one green room day for everyone to literally bombard it and we have, like, 50 people in there. Yeah. That would be so. That would be so cool. Yeah. And then we'll be here at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but worth it. But it would be fun. Oh, yeah, it'd be so worth it. Yeah. That would be good. Well, anywho, like shall we head up? Two people now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's head up. So, Green Rafi goes in there. And Amelia goes in User there. User was moved out of your channel. User was moved out of your channel. User was moved out of your channel. Channel. Harry, you better get the thing ready. And here we are. Oh, yeah. Volcarius's magic I've, thing. I've got it ready already. Yeah. I'll paste I'm it into so the green room chat. <laughs> so do we have a tricky hickey? Maybe. The team speak, and this is especially for fish2193, is ts.forthemug.com. That's ts.forthemug.com. ts.forthemug.com. I missed out a dot there. And then go to the room where we all are. Yes. Right. I've thrown the, the green speed thing, courtesy of Vulcarius himself, into Thank the you, chat. Thank you, Vulcarius. <laughs> You're welcome. We all love your which, magic thing. Here we go. <laughs> Careful. Um, so it's Who's me, Vulcarius. No, it's, oh, uh, it's God, Amelia. no. Oh, oh, we got no. another one. Oh, no. We got oh, him. No. It's like the worst one. <laughs> uh, what's he doing? Who let him in? I thought he was banned Don't from this server. Right, well, I'll speak to him. No, I can't oh. speak to him. Somebody oh, else look. speak to him. Hello. Vulcarius needs to wave his magic thing around again. Mm. Oh, it changes all the things and if you do that. It's, no, still, it's terrible. Still, still tricky, on, tricky to call, on the table it? or something. Generate. Who do we get this time? Oh. Good news, Amelia. You still get to start. But this time, <laughs> you get to start by talking to Psycho Cow. All right. Hey, Cow, how are you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I've not spoken to you in so long. It's literally been years. Yeah, no, you're literally. Literally, that very hot and sweaty leaf gone. Yeah. Oh, my God. I. I... The one where I caught COVID mods. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool mods. Great. <laughs> <laughs> COVID con. That's <laughs> it, yeah. No, it wasn't. Actually, it was. I think it was worth it, though. I don't know. It I was. didn't suffer too much, but yeah, it was one of those ones where meeting people and seeing people, touching real people. The, the suffering was completely worth it. It was a such touch, a good event. Touch. Still illegal. 
but you know, still, you know, it was worth it. But how are you? Did you end up catching mods? No, no, I've actually been fairly mod free. I had it before the um, before the leave con, so I think I was quite uh, specially mod immune, and I yeah. had you know fifty mugs in my suitcase, so there was no chance of me. Getting you had mods. protection. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Two, mug, two mugs a day, that's all you need. So how have you been? How's the broadcasting going? Are you still doing your um, um, pub quiz? Yeah, pub quiz every Friday night. Yeah. Or, and then, then some wreck fest carry on, which is what I'm currently doing today. But I've turned away from my life of, of uh, crime, stealing tritium, and um, have done some mission running. So oh. I've been behaving myself for once. One day, one day in a week. <laughs> Just one day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Crime pays too well. <laughs> and how have you been? Point. How have you been yourself? Oh, fine. Um, I still haven't managed to uh, find out if my house exists yet. Uh, that's still an ongoing saga. Your house um, exists. Yeah, it's some some legal paperwork. Apparently, my house doesn't exist yet. Um, that sounds complicated. Existed. I've been living in it for eight years, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> and the solicitors are trying to solve this problem and this riddle, but um, it's taking a bit longer. So I'm not so sure where I live. If, if it doesn't um, exist, it if, if it doesn't exist, does that still mean you have to pay like tax and all that? You know. Yeah. Well, you see, the funny thing is, there's there's this little uh, exceptions that they manage to make. If you want to do anything with that property, it doesn't exist. But if they want to, it very much does exist. And I think that's because they attach all debts and set and sort of uh, taxes to your ass. It's funny how and that so works therefore, out. Yeah, apparently my ass does exist. Uh, it very much exists. And on some days it blocks the moon. So we've established that you your ass exists and it, it's very yes. big, but your house doesn't. That's it. Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Could it be that it's your house will chance. only exist once the bathroom's finished? Oh, no, so you had to. You just had to. Oh, I was just oh, going to say, is, is... Is, it, is it possible that they can't see your house because of your ass? No, I've thought about that as well, so um, it could be. Yeah, okay. Well, it it's, it's, and I, I'm glad... I think, right, it's just one of those concerns, and I think you know that the solicitors are, are looking into that, um, along with what happened to my bathroom. But um, as yet, the investigation is still uh, underway, so um, I'll report the findings as soon as they work that one out. Uh, although it's believed that uh, despite having multiple workmen um, that the uh, that have passed away during the uh, attempting of finishing my bathroom. Oh, speaking about just... bathrooms. I've learned a valuable lesson that I want to impart to all truckers out there. Yes. You know when you come in from a cold days flying and trading and the first thing you want to do is nip to the loo and, and just, you know, let go the day's um, um, toxins and uh, you've got your comm device with you. Just don't take your comm device in. I uh, accidentally called a Canadian whilst dropping trousers. And... <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the worst part about it was it was a FaceTime 
When you say FaceTime. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see his face. Did he see the whole of the moon? I'm not entirely sure he did say that he took an awful lot of screenshots. But the main problem was there was that kind of concerning voice saying that I couldn't work it. Where's that voice coming from? What are you doing? What's this voice? What's this saying? What are you doing? And then I sit down and see this very concerned face of a Canadian who clearly has seen things. No Canadian should ever see. <laughs> so, just don't take your comm devices with you into the bathroom. Uh, just leave them. Leave them. Leave them outside. Just yeah. Just have some alone time. Have some alone yes. time in there. I'm not sure. It can't be called butt dialing because it wasn't in my pocket. So I'm not quite sure what we're going to call it. a dick dialed on my. You're very oh. special, aren't you? Well, that's what he said. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty talented as well if it was on the floor at the time. Well, you see, this yeah, is the thing. You know, I now have some new sobering sounds uh, to add to the list. Uh, the, the late night, just going to the bathroom naked, click and sound of a door locking means that you're in a hotel and that wasn't the bathroom. Um, that's, how, that's quite sobering. And now I've got the... Uh, disembodied voice of a Canadian kind of shrieking, What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> what is that? Way. What is that? Are you cooking sausages? <laughs> no, the, 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 the hissing noise when you try to flush means that was the trouser press. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely don't use that at the same time either. I had a whole list. I had a whole list of questions, and I cannot remember a single one of them now. <laughs> Do you know what? It sounds uh, alright for taking his shirt off in the in the van. Yeah, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, what. Yeah, You've never seen the internals of a van steam up like that, and you think, "What the hell's going on? Have we gone through a very thick fog?" No, no. Terence taking his top off again. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, it was yeah. forty odd degrees in the van at the time, so <laughs> definitely it was it was sweaty and hot. Yeah, let's hope that the next time we all meet up, it's not quite as mental. Yeah, hopefully. When is the next meet up? Maybe. Good question. No Great. idea. Jet, well, there is well, there is no well, answer at this pizza. point. Yeah. Yes, there's going to be sort of. I think there'll be. A, I think it might well be a year of lots of local meets, um, and then we'll see what the sort of usual organisers do. I've got, as I say, I've got a bit of an issue with not owning a house or not having a house that exists, uh, which needs to be resolved. Um, and so I'm kind of a bit unavailable to go to anything this year, apart from maybe a, a nice little local Glasgow meet, which should be but amazing. We could all come. We could all come to your known house and have a party there. Well, I'd have to give you the non address and then you'd not turn up. I've got your I've got your non address. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right, you've not been. I think I'm gonna have to arrange something at Mongoose for, for the truckers. Um like an open gaming night or something. Oh yeah. I think as we should be recommending is that if if you are one of those people that's always in the part of the country that doesn't have a meetup, then it is time for you to go and just look at your local area, find a little... We called them pizza meats because it was just find a pizza place. Everyone likes pizza. 
Most people like pizza. And you just, you know, pick a date, pick a time, go, have pizza, and then if people turn up to join you, you've got a pizza meet. And if they don't, you've got a pizza. It's a win-win situation. And uh, once you've got that small group of people and you can do it again and again and again, that's your core meetup group. And those are the guys that you can create events with. And uh, that's how it starts. It's really, really straightforward. You start with a pizza meet. It just takes one person to book it on that night. Ask anyone who wants to come along, book it. And then uh, that's unfortunately how we got lumbered with uh, Mia. Yay! <laughs> and me. <laughs> My first event was a pizza meet as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, I said it's, we had, then we, we've moved on to meat meets and all kinds of other meat. But that's how it yeah. starts. Some start with something really simple that's got very low, very low risk. If you are one of those people that struggles with anxiety and social anxiety, then um, it's a very low risk area where you're just going out for that initial, just going out for dinner. And if people turn up, they turn up and you can have a chat and have a laugh and it's very, very easy and safe. Um, and then go home. And then if you make friends, that's the best bit about it. Because, you know, most truckers out and, there are pretty decent folk. And it's tiny true. toilets. It's not a meet meet without <laughs> tiny toilets. Without the cubicles. Yeah. Please, if you do book a meet, can you make sure that all of your guests are able to enter the bathroom without <laughs> having to have someone hold one door open, hold their trousers whilst they reverse into the cubicle? <laughs> I never even noticed. <laughs> I take it you're speaking hypothetically here. No. No. No, also, can you also make sure that if you're next, that the next one that you arrange, that you don't have a door that opens into the restaurant that exposes the people using urinals to the entirety of the guests? <laughs> and don't phone Canadians when you're in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Americans, fine. Canadians, no. Oh, God, no. They're the worst. And all the best to Taryn as well. I hope you uh, are feeling better. And uh, obviously, I'm, I'm talking about from the trauma, um, but hopefully, you're feeling better soon. <laughs> I think I saw Facebook photos of what he's going through at the moment. Oh, it's, God, it's quite yeah. drastic. Hands so, up, who's not feeling well? Yeah, I'm going to stay off Facebook <laughs> for a few days until that clears. Yes. But we do hope you're feeling better. I don't. All right, everyone but Mia hopes you're feeling better. And Dylan. Oh, what are we talking about? Everyone but Mia and Dylan hopes you're feeling better. Who oh, all Paul's feeling better? Taryn. I, I didn't Taryn. Hear Taryn. 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 Oh, right, Taryn. yeah, yeah. He's had, He's had a significant out. issue with his um, his um. Well, should we just say your sexual partner? Um, well, his mm -hmm. sexual parts more than anything. His sexual oh, partner right. is his, uh, his right arm, and um, oh yes, I've seen the pictures. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so wish you wish you a speedy recovery. Yeah, so oh, definitely. It hasn't, it hasn't been able <laughs> to sure. oh. on for weeks. <laughs> so, uh, cow, as you know, it is tradition that if you have more to say, you should say it. If not, are you foring you the mug? Oh, I will give you all a nice big for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. Next up, we have Mia to retired yeah. Navy IT one. Commander, retired Navy IT one. Okay, Reti retired Navy IT one. I see you there at the bottom. How are you doing? 
I am doing well, and of course, I'm always hiding at the back, down at the bottom, where I should yeah. be. <laughs> you haven't been uh, you haven't been dick dialed by any Scottish people this week, have you? Nope, nope, nope. I've I, I, I've been lucky. Like I said, I've been hiding. Okay, well, send me your number. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Didn't we establish that it, to do it to Americans was okay? Yeah. Just not Canadians. Not Canadians, though. Yeah, Canadians are, are upset. Americans half expect it. It's fine. You know, terrible. That's all it is. Just, just got to pick on somebody, huh? Go pick on somebody. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? Uh, working on my Imperial rank, uh, which hasn't been going well. Oh dear. Uh, try, try, tried to take on Targoids and that didn't go well. Oh dear. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, I just been been running some a little bit of cargo back and forth, a little bit of exploring, just not nice. doing anything real big, just just yeah, doing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, keeping in touch. Yeah, yeah, you know, keeping in touch with the basics. But but cargo running, but exploration, so good. Yep, sat there and did. Uh, did a little bit of ground war there back there in uh, in in, in uh, Acadia. I sat there and made sure mm. we didn't lose uh, the Valdez. You know, got, got, got to keep okay. at least you know one one small planetary base somewhere. Yeah. Are you one of these people that's good at kind of ground combat then? Oh, I'm not good at ground combat. I mean, oh, I, okay, I, you, I, yeah. I, I sometimes survive. Oh, awesome! That's that's good. That's good. That's better than me. <laughs> Yeah, no, I it's haven't just, dared I, get into that yet. It's just I've been seeing, uh, you know, everybody going with, uh, you know, how to do the the cold orbit and stuff, so that to be able to take yeah. on thargoids and keep the heat signature down low, and what the ultimate builds are. And I'm going, okay, I need mats. So yes. yeah, that's, so that's many one mats. thing I'm thinking about doing too, just do, do, doing a mat grind. Well, what I do with that kind of thing is if I'm looking for materials and stuff, I will generally go for a power store on a base and, you you know, and just take every piece of kit I can get my hands on. Are, are, are you saying you would go and open up them locked lockers? Oh, yeah. Oh, why? I don't, I don't open them up. I cut them open. <laughs> I haven't got time to remember passcodes. <laughs> now you use the e-brake. Yeah. Oh no, no. You just use a cutting torch. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. You can't use a cutting torch on the ones that are outside, though. Oh no, not on the boxes. No, no. You have to use e breaches in the boxes or get the number. But for the for the the lockers and things like, that, yeah, you just cut it. Yeah. Well, my problem. My, my problem is, is is the last base that I went to. I sat there and I landed, and uh, mm. I had. Three groups of scavengers come after me, mm-hmm. and uh, every time I went to go cut open a locker, as I was cutting it open, I got shot in the back. I mean, it's terrible how they acted. What you need to do, what you need to do there is hide in the power building or in the command center and get them to come to you. So you step outside, make switch a torch on or something, and they go, there he is there! And then you run inside at the doors and you hide, and as they get closer, you just shoot them at the doors and let the bodies pile up. Well, the, the the thing that really bothered me was that I'd landed and I knew the scavengers were there. I yep. got inside my SRV. I sent my ship away, drove into the base, killed the scavengers that were on foot there, 
then got out of the SRV, went inside, and next thing I know, I see a notification saying my SRV was blown up. Yeah, yeah the SRVs, they, they go pretty quick. They do go pretty quick. It, it, it was not any fun at all. And, and then the question was as to whether or not the stuff that I had uh, absconded with out of the lockers the first time and stored yeah. inside the SRV is whether or not I would lose them. But apparently I no, did not. you don't. No, you keep that stuff. Um, once it's once you get to the SRV and, and hand it over kind of thing, it goes into your big, your big magic bag of keeping things. Um, yeah, that's so. So, so that 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 made me happy as I didn't didn't lose what I was trying to abscond with, and, and they yeah. sat there and killed me, and you know I just oh, did the no. easy way. Re- re- responded back at my ship. <laughs> Do you know what you might might like would is good for you as you're approaching the base? Get your night vision on, right? And as you're approaching the base, you arm your, you've got your ship armed with dumbfire ro- dumbfire missiles or dumbfire rockets, whatever you want to call them. But if you've got your ship lights off and you're on uh, night vision, they're torch beams as they're running about in the base and you can target them with, with uh, dumbfire missiles. That's a quick way to get rid of at least one wave of them. So it means I got to go and configure another ship? Oh, I got just take t- some missiles on the one you've got. It's easy. Yeah, well, the Type 10 isn't that maneuverable around the base. Yeah, you don't You don't need to be maneuverable. You just need to be able to go, oh, there they are, boom. You don't need to be very maneuverable. So, it, that definitely works, definitely works. Well, I think I just might try that next time. You just give that a, give it a go. I think it'll work for you. And uh, so that's you. You've been reading bases. What else have you been up to? That's relatively about it. You know, just trying, oh, okay. try, 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 trying to survive. You know. So, yeah. Uh, so oh, so so for one. for that for the mug. For the mug. 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 Next up, we have uh, somebody called Lithobreaker talking to Vulcarius. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah. So, Vulcarius, <laughs> how have you been? Good, good evening, good evening, Lithobreaker. Good evening, good evening. Hello. And I've been quite well, I would say. Um, I've, got a, uh, <clears throat> I've got a question, though, mm-hmm. for the apology officer. Oh. What do you yes. call an anteater which is forced to listen to the section of Hutton Orbital News Live? I don't know, but I might be using it next week. The victim? A, ment- a mentally scarred Vark. Oh, yeah, that. That's good. That is good. That was better than the actual one, but yeah, I'm using that one. <laughs> if you Please give it a couple of, couple of weeks, you know, give it a couple of weeks, everyone will forget. I'll give it to next week. And we'll throw it in. <laughs> we'll throw it in next week. I'll give it to <laughs> If I remember, you're like, hang on, I've forgotten. Oh, so, moving swiftly on, <laughs> how have you been? What have you been up to? Well, oh, quite well. I I, <clears throat> I thought I would get around to trying out this trucking thing, because I haven't really done any trucking. Mm-hmm. So I took a look on the website, and I tried to find a system where Commander Waller 81 hadn't already been. Well, there's, there's a few of them out there, but Chicks has been to those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, well, I was looking around Imperial Space, and eventually I decided on the Boulder system. 
Okay. Um, so I popped over to Hutton Orbital, bought some mugs and gin, sold one of each to all those places, even mm-hmm. the ones on the ground and the outpost that was 60,000 light seconds away. I don't know how you do it. Slowly. Um, although they're, they're, <laughs> right. there, there are a couple with docking offline, though, so I don't know what to do about those. Although I think one of them had a ground conflict, so I, I might be able to go back to that one later. Yeah, you have to um, make a note of those and return at some point, or hope I mean, that somebody else picks it up in the meantime. Uh, according to Frontier, you know, there's like 99.41% that has just never been explored. No, they're outside the bubble. But if it's, but, but, well, but by definition, if they've never been explored, then they've n- they, they don't have any settlements on them, so you, you can't sell them anymore. Well, you, we don't know, because they don't know. Uh, Actually, uh, we have discovered, um, what is it, about 30,000 stations so far or something ridiculous like that, 20-something thousand stations that have not actually been logged into the EDDB database until somebody took some mugs there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a staggering number. It's it's a significant percentage, like 30 or 40% of the stations we've mugged are first-time muggings. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stations out there, especially since Odyssey came online, that have just simply never had commanders visit them. I'm glad we all had a moment of silence there just to appreciate how big a number that was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have noticed that in the... Well, I've been doing quite a bit of um, a bit of shooting in evasion systems as well, and I've, um, I've noticed that there are quite a lot of Odyssey settlements because I I, had, I don't normally have settlements on. It just it's quite a lot of clutter. But I turn them on so I can see if there's one that's under attack. And, mm-hmm. and then all those Odyssey settlements they just get abandoned straight away. Yeah, people just don't go there. Strange, it's weird. Yeah, I've just looked up the stats. They're in Chicks' figures. When we started uh, too hot, too messy, there were 178,000 known stations. We have discovered since then an additional 40,019. Dang. Now, some of those, yeah. it's by mugging them, and some of those, it's because somebody else has visited them and added them to the EDDB database, which it's all based off of. But it's still a big chunk of stations that are unknown. Um, it, in any case, so the, I have... Oh, yeah, I have another question, and it might be for the apology officer again, but the, mm-hmm. we'll see. So so when you, when you do the uh, the the... What was it? The Hutton? No, the Hutton. It's not the sports the Hutton, results the anymore. Results. What's it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Results, what, yeah. What's your definition of the last seven days? It's not the last. Oh, are you talking about the Hutton run? User disconnected from your channel. <laughs> I was wondering if you might have noticed that. No, we didn't yes. see a thing. No, nobody, nobody saw anything. Move along. Uh, yeah, I did that on. I think I did it on Tuesday. And the idea was that I was going to go back. That I normally will go back and check it just before the show, but I would. There were there were personal real life incidents today that prevented me from doing that. And I, as I got to it, I went, "Oh crap! I never updated that," and just kept reading. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that that information may have been slit. Let's not say wrong. Let's just say out of date. Well, um, so wrong, <laughs> M- Mia. If, well, if you if you haven't checked it today, go and have a look. Oh, oh. oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, I know about that. I I don't know much about it, but I know that I know what happened. 
How how did how did that happen? <laughs> well, I, I was in a hurry. <laughs> I no, yeah, come no. on, come on. <laughs> what exploit did you yes. discover? What did you actually do to get that time? Because so what so, what yeah, was I, the time? Fifty-five oh, the minutes. Time was under an hour. It was yeah, fifty-five minutes. Really, fifty-five minutes? Yeah. No, no Although, not really. People, there have been people in the forums have been saying that's possible for years. Yeah. Oh, what have they? Why? What was their explanation? They'll oh. say, "Oh, after an hour." Oh, <laughs> right, their right. explanation. Oh, I did that in forty-five minutes. No, well, you the, the, the um, everyone who says who thinks they can do it, they're oh yeah, it's just an hour. What, what they're doing is they're just saying, right, point two two light years. Um, work out what speeds and I'll slow down when I get yep. there. Exactly. They're not. They're not considering that you don't even reach two thousand C when you go to an orbital. So no. Yeah. Yeah. Their uh, explanation is they were talking minutes, through their backsides. Yeah, yeah. They they never actually. Whereas that's the great thing about having an actual number like on the website because if if the number's there, then it actually there was a way to do it. Hang on, you've um, done two like that. What are you up to? <laughs> what, what did you do? What did you do? I thought the first one was a bit slow, like like a practice run. So so I tried mm. again to see if I could do it a bit better. Did you know? Yeah, so I, I know you all, you all awarded me a mug in return for being honest, and it'd be terrible of me not to continue doing that. Um, so yes, uh, what I did there was fundamentally a different way to reach Hutton Orbital, but I hope, if you hear me out, you'll actually like the idea, because mm -hmm. it's kind of like an entirely new challenge of its own. Mm -hmm. Right. So, do you want to try and figure it out, or ask me for hints, or just George? No, just, just tell, tell me you what to do. Okay, well, <laughs> just tell me. I have no patience. <laughs> okay. So, the first thing what you have to do is you have to two ships, or, or well, or more. In fact, it's probably good to have if, like a backup one, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so you need good speed and jump range. Um, so you use like a Asp Explorer or a Crate Phantom or something like that. And you fly out to a neutron star. So I use Jackson's Lighthouse for this. I'm pretty sure that you can use Beta Sculptoris B if you want to. So you supercharge your ships, like one at a time, dock them on a fleet carrier that has a shipyard. Mm -hmm. Then you take one of those and jump it to Alpha Centauri. But then once you get to Alpha Centauri, you dock that on another fleet carrier with a shipyard. Then you transfer your other ship to it which still has the supercharge. All right, mm -hmm. with me so far? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right, so now you've got a ship in Alpha Centauri, which has the supercharge, right? So you switch yes. to that ship, lift off and enter supercruise, then start flying in Hutton direction. You don't need to be exact, just generally <laughs> Hutton-ish. Then okay. open up the galaxy map, and you go all the way across to the opposite side of the bubble on the map, you want the systems around HIP 30377, which I'm sure you know is also known as Maelstrom Haddad. Okay. You mm -hmm. pick some Thargoid system, ideally to the left of that, so it's a little bit closer to Hutton Orbital, so kind of towards the coal sack, which yeah, they seem to be pretty interested in the coal sack. Like there's a lot of alerts that way, but whatever. You pick a, pick a control system there and you jump there instead. Okay. Then you get Hyperdict out of the jump, boost away from the interceptor, back into supercruise, then you fly the remaining 0.14 light years to Hutton Orbital. Oh, that's a bit cheeky, isn't it? That's, that's a lot cheeky. And how exactly did you discover this? 
<laughs> so as I said, I've been fighting the Tharg. I've been fighting in invasion systems. I get high predicted a lot, and I just it, we I just noticed the um, if you when you jump to one of those systems, the place where you drop out, like if you you boost away from yeah. the interceptor, but then if you look at the uh, look at the navigation and target the star and target where you were trying to go, you 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 end up in the direction of where you try to jump and how far out you end up depends on what's in the system so the if you've got stuff in the system which is 50,000 light seconds out you're going to end up 50,000 and bits ish light seconds out so oh, yeah, you end okay. up i believe you end up what was it um i when I, I first tried it from normal space not from super cruise um i ended up uh, let's see i oh, know i was like I ended up 0.35 light years from Hutton and about 0.2 from Alpha Centauri A. Um, but then when I okay. did it from Supercruise in the right, and I was, um, uh, I, I'd started in Supercruise in the right direction, then jumped to yeah. the, and oh yeah, that was also, um, uh, that bad one also happened when I tried to use a premium inject and I tried to jump, I, that's the first thing I did. I used the premium FSD inject and tried to jump to the nearer systems in in Oya, which is your you know, your local maelstrom. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. that that sent me the wrong direction. Uh, but when I when I supercharged and transferred in and jumped across to Hadad, that worked. Or well, <laughs> there's a few more tests that we have to do there. That is, um, that so is fantastically th inventive and uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> depending, on, depending on what happens with those tests, which I don't know because they're tests, there might be more to come, uh, but we'll have to see. But for now, yeah, you can absolutely get around 50, 51, 52 minutes. Whoa. Okay. Um, incidentally, what I would suggest, actually, uh, you should see right now, I'm pretty sure it's just the Hutton helpers probably just seeing the frameshift jump event and uh, like seeing that it's to Alpha Centauri and then checking for if you're docked at an orbital. Uh, whereas what you if you were to if like Intarius Fusion and Tream were to fiddle that a little bit you, there are probably a few tells you can use if you're jumping from Alpha Centauri would be one um, if you don't have Alpha Centauri targeted by the jump it might be another but in any case um, that might be a way to separate them because that's it's like a league of its own it's like a completely different challenge yeah it's like a separate yeah. though isn't it yeah, yeah the... I don't know if he's noticed it yet but I might have to point that out to him yeah, I think we will, with a bit of an explanation on how it's done, so we can look through the logs and see what's going on. <laughs> well, we've got yeah, that. It's all recorded now. We can explain it to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully, you don't hate me too much for doing that. No. <laughs> no more than we did. Be no more than we did before. Yeah. Very impressed, yeah. especially by the creativity <laughs> of um, discovering yeah. the method. Yeah, it's it's the refinement I like. I mean, you discover it and you go, "Oh, that's a thing," and then suddenly it's, "Well, how do I get it to go in the right direction?" I'm going to try jump to all the different maelstroms. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I, I don't yeah. think you need to jump to all because you can. I, I was targeting systems until I until I got one which was around the direction of yeah. Hutton Orbital for me. So. Yeah, it's going kind of in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, you can't have very, to very I target. Well, I targeted HIP three hundred three seven seven. Then I targeted some other system uh, in a known direction, like on the galaxy map from it, and looked which way that that targeting went. So I could roll myself. So I, then I'd bar uh -huh. my right way up. Then you can kind of. Uh, it get a system that's closer to Hutton Orbital. Yeah. As it happens, you might as well. I can just tell you, you, just go for the ones closer to the coal sack, like off to the side. The, the ones yeah. you want. Yeah. Okay. Genius. That's quite Absolute that's, genius. That's very, very clever. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. 
Yeah, what, little round of applause there. Yes. You, you don't you don't have a button for that? I'm pretty sure. Come on, no, we we get sloppy human hands. For I could it. offer you a drink. Oh, oh, that, I suppose it's percussive enough. That'll have to do. <laughs> don't ask what you stubbed it with. Well, if you want percussive. Ow! Ow! That's what ow. you get for it. <laughs> not to, not a bong followed by Commander Volcarius cheats his way to victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheating; it's creative interpretation of the rules. Absolutely. Yeah. At least by this way. time next week it'll be cheating. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'd like to see. User what joined your channel. We, yeah, uh, it'd be good. Like, like you see, see running it as a separate league, it would be good. Yeah, it'd be good to see what people dream up there. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure you can you can get away. I mean, I didn't even. Well, the first one I got interdicted, <laughs> but the um, mm. n and not by the Thargoid that is like on the way. Um, and the uh, although I, I didn't use like Navlock or anything like that, so I'm pretty yeah. sure you can do that faster. You might somebody might be able to get the 45 minutes that they've been boasting about on the forums for years. If, Probably well, not. If what I have in mind, like if my got a hypothesis at the moment. If that pans out, you'd be looking at like ten minutes, but in any, we'll see. Okay. Well, that'd be impressive. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> there's a slight caveat to that. Uh, you would have to reach Hutton Orbital first <laughs> before you can get your ten minutes to Hutton Orbital. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Yeah, uh, that, that's a bit of a false economy. That one. <laughs> right. So you may not reach it in one piece, for example. Well, um, I don't. I, well, it, you, well, the only thing that could that could really cause that is the Thargoid. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you then? Would you then try? To, would you fly to Hutton, and then try to jump out to the coal sack, get interdicted, and land back at Hutton or something, or land ten minutes out from Hutton? It's more that so well the the hypothesis I want to test in, in question I've noticed it's way more reliable if you have like a completely empty system, um, mm -hmm. which is what is pretty good for using when you're around the invasion areas. Um, if you've got your fleet carrier, it's pretty good. Uh, what I do is I hit like um, down or up on the map and I look for some like call two eight five sector whatever that's completely yeah. empty. Um, when it's completely empty, the uh, the you after the high prediction. The if you point yourself towards the target system, the the origin star is exactly behind you, like it's perfect. Mm, Whereas right, okay. it's, it's yeah, it, what I'm finding in Alpha Centauri is that it's not, and I'm wondering whether it has to do with getting all those like uh, maybe you have to get Alpha Centauri A, B, and Proxima behind you. Mm -hmm. um, ah. if, you, if you get it all behind you, then see if it's it, then see if it's more accurate. Yeah. yeah so yeah. once you're on the far side of Proxima, you might be able to accurately do the jump. Unfortunately, yeah, that's we don't all three behind you at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. At this point, Imperial Navy Inven intervention and rescue does not actually know what will happen. So. <laughs> well, we look forward to finding out vicariously through you. Vicariously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where where was that sounder you had again? Which one? The, the percussive one. There we go. Oh, the Badoom test because I said full The percussive test. one? I've never heard you call that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, <clears throat> I think that's a bit enough. Uh, that's probably enough for this month, though. So I'll say thank you all very much for the show. Hail the Empress and for the mug. 
Thank you for listening. Mug. We wouldn't have much of a show mug. without you. For the mug. Mug. Lossy to Amelia. Yes. So, Amelia, how have you been doing? Ooh, let me think. Um, well, I have managed to procure more fossils for my collection this week. Oh, which right. is kind of cool. Oh, yes, um, I saw some of them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See, nobody knows this. Everyone's uh, me and Flossie are laughing because one of them is a coprolite, and it's just yeah. one of those. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's Sounds one of those things that you must have if you collect fossils because you know people come into your house, they say, "Ooh, what's that?" Well, that's an ursopaw, um, you know, an ice age cave bear. Ooh, what's that? Well, that's a mosasaur jaw. Yeah. Ooh, what's that? That that's a that's a little piece of shit. <laughs> so, that's a <laughs> it's a must-have for yeah, exactly. It's a must-have for any fossil owner, mm. any person that no. collects fossils. You must have a coprolite, um, which is essentially fossil fossilized poop. Mine happens <laughs> to be from a turtle and is about forty million years old, um, which I think is kind of cool, and everyone else thinks is disgusting. Brown, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's clever that you know <laughs> that all that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you just freak them out more when you start holding it in your hands. Be like, look, take a closer look. <laughs> it's, it's actually shaped like a poo, which is why I bought it in the first place. Because literally you could just say it's a piece of shit and it looks like it as well. Yeah. Go on, lick it. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, yeah. It's stone, it's not a poo. It's a nice swirly one. Oh, lovely. A swirly one, right? Can't um, be a swirly one. <laughs> Beautiful coils. <laughs> but I mean, I got an air support as well, so I kind of posted that up on Facebook quickly after, saying, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, not yeah, all of them just, is shit. I yeah, I don't just collect poo. Yeah, I don't. I don't just collect shit. It's... I mainly collect shit, but I don't just collect. Shit. <laughs> There's a double meaning there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I am, aside from that, I am seriously considering um, going exploring, you know, with mm. all the talk we've had today about only 0.0. Oh, yeah. 5.9%. Get out there and find some of your... I'm thinking yeah. about kicking up the asp and mm -hmm. picking a direction and not stopping yes. until we're at 1%. If I may follow <laughs> up on the exploration, uh, I have a new player that has started within, I'd say, probably the last month, has maybe 20 hours in the game. In the bubble, he was able to name a planet. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, just just outside of the starting zone. He wasn't very far. Uh, uh, he came out maybe as far as LHS 449 and just took off in a random direction and found three planets in a system. None of them had a name. They had been met. No. Or, sorry. They have been... Uh, what is it? I'm I'm terrible with it. Where they have been seen, but yeah. he he scanned it, he and, and, and right. yeah, thank you. Yeah. He mapped it, and he got the credit for it. And that's within the bubble, and that's just awesome. mind blowing to me. That is cool. It's I mean, they're probably something like Try a few you know, um... ice worlds are, are the kind of things that people just don't bother with. And you think, well, you can get your name on it, you know? Yeah, you get first footfall as well in a lot of places. First footfall, still. And a lot of those, yeah. Yeah. I see. I'm a VR player, so I'm probably I'm probably going to be in my ship. Um, yeah. 
because you, you you step out of your ship and if you're in VR and and it completely discombobulates you. Yeah. But you'll uh, have to take um, one, one step off me. the <laughs> off the plate and you're you're fine. You know that's it. If you're planet back on board. Yeah. Um, you feel completely like what was that word? Like what was last week's word? Muddlecroft or something. Oh, Womblecrompt. Womblecrompt. You step you out of your ship and it gives you the Womblecrompts. Yeah. It usually happens to me after too many pints. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's that's what I'm considering doing as soon as I get some free time, um, which hopefully will be this weekend. All right. Yeah. Get, get back in the cockpit and... Kid out my ass for some nice deep space. Or maybe actually I might take my Type 9 because I love my Type 9. Yeah. yeah you don't need jump range for anything. No. You, you if you're going to go exploring, you know. <laughs> like you, you don't, no. With a Type 9, you're getting all those nooks and crannies. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Is up, that... You get up to about 45 light years at your Type 9. Get it out, probably. Hmm. Yeah. But high now jump range is for getting from A to B quickly. Low jump range is fine for exploring because you want to visit exactly. every star. Yeah. yeah. So I'm probably going to do out, that. When I first started it, I had an ASP with 34 light year jump range, and we thought, I thought that was amazing. So, you know, if you could do 45 <laughs> in a type was, 9, you do 45 in a type 9. That was my first ASP as well. It was like, yeah. you know, back then you didn't have all the Guardian tech, you didn't have all the. the um, engineering. Um, engineering, yeah, you didn't have yeah. any of that. It was just slap a jump drive in, the, in on a cockpit and point in a direction you get maximum about 30 35 light years i went to the core in a 35 light year jump ship yeah, yeah. i did and <laughs> and that was before they actually you actually got you actually had um what was it your log book to, to say that you'd been somewhere and you had you know um oh, yeah. yeah so my log book you can only plot for a thousand light years i've got a screenshot to prove mm. that i've been to the core <laughs> yes but but it's not in my log book because it was before to, that existed. To take a hot and mug. <laughs> and the thing oh. is, it took me six months to get there and back, so I'm not doing it again. I don't care how fast the <laughs> range is on my ship. I'm not doing that bloody trip again. <laughs> okay, so uh, as playing this game a long time, learned something new. I was not aware that previous information was not in the logbook until, until the logbook came out. So that's kind of neat to know. Hmm. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, that's what my plan is for this weekend, hopefully. Um, other than that, I'm just going to say for the mug. Thank the you. Mug. For the mug. mug. For the mug. Mug. Uh, right, it's me and I have speak to... Oh, God. Yeah, sorry. Hello, Litho Breaker. Hello, what me. What have you been up to this? What have you been up to? Come on. Uh, what means? Tell us what you did. Mostly beating the uh, the wasp name, the, the, the coprolite, I suppose you could say out of yes. the uh, the sound configuration of my PC so that we got slightly longer than 17 minutes out of the show this week. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good, yeah. And then I got oh, a shiny new, yeah, got a shiny new microphone because it's payday today. Mm. I thought, yes. well, well, I'm not pushing buttons tonight. Um Overlight's doing that, so I can I can risk actually installing it, so I put it in first thing this morning. Then at lunchtime, yes. Overlight said, oh, I'm absolutely knackered because I've just come off nights. Litho, could you do the button pushing tonight? And I thought, oh, f Lipping oh, heck. Fuck. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've had the, the desperately making sure that everything actually worked with the new config and the new layout. 
So, so far, I think so. So far, fingers crossed, touch wood. Yep, so far. But yeah, that's pretty much been my week. Or two, or three. <laughs> Still not had any time to play Elite, which is uh, a little bit sad, but maybe this that's weekend, rubbish. maybe this weekend. Can always yeah. hope, can always hope. So yeah, just uh, for the sounds, I mean, for the mug from me. <laughs> for the mug. 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 Next up is uh, Amelia to Mia. Hello, Mia. Hello, Mia. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, but this is about you, yes. not me. I've had my turn. <laughs> oh, it's all about me. You know that. Um, it's always all about you. Always all about me. Well, I have been pottering about doing system restore, uh, power restore missions in the in the bases, um, trying to collect stuff that I could then trade in for weapon components and uh, tungsten carbide. So that I could update my, so I could upgrade my assault rifle, which Ooh. I've done until four, and then I need to go back and do it again and get it up to five. But it's fine; I'm quite enjoying it. I like those kind of missions anyway, where you're you get in and put the power back on, and then stealing everything because you've got permission to be there. Um, and just yeah, you know, it'll it'll cost you more than just the money, but yeah, I will put the power back on. Um, so yes, that's been that's been my kind of when I've been able to get on. That's been what I've been up to, um, and it's been great fun. Really enjoyed it. Um, and of course, whenever I see anything that a mission with anything that I need, like a you know a salvage mission or a, a drop a package off mission, I've been taking them as well. So just yeah, just mission running, keep myself happy. Mm. Um, and that's it. So, and that's uh, it. Oh, the mug. Are you not going to tell everyone about your beetroot burger? Oh, I, my beetroot, I two beetroot burgers tonight. Oh, you can't tell us anymore. You've said for the mug now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll just sit here. That's better. Oh, go on. Saying is it you? <laughs> okay. <on>. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, in an effort to uh, lower cholesterol and be slightly more healthy in the new year, I have been trying some vegetarian food. And tonight I tried beetroot burgers. Now, which... just to be clear, to be clear, that is not yes. what I what I thought as in a beef patty with beetroot on top. This is an actual oh, God, patty no. made of beetroot. Yeah. Which surp- baffles me. Yeah, surprisingly nice. Not at all like a, like a normal burger, but actually surprisingly nice. Um... And I tried that. I would have them again. They wouldn't be my first choice, but I would have them again. Um, and if somebody put one down to me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't scream and run away. I wouldn't retch and do anything like that. They they were nice. They were Whereas we nice. we did concoct the possibility that a normal burger with sliced pickled beetroot on would be good. Oh, that would be lovely. Would be mm. good. Yeah. Instead of pickle. Yeah. Instead, yeah. Instead of pickled gherkin or something like that, you could just put pickled beetroot on it. So pickly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to try a, that. That's an experiment for another night. I still have uh, I still have two burger buns left, so yeah, we can do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. But I mean, are you are you good? Um, you know. Am I uh, am I good or am I well? Both. <laughs> uh, good, no, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to share like, more info I'm on this? I've been stealing at a basis. Come on, <laughs> careful! Watch uh, yeah. out for the rating um, of the show. The, uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing well. Yeah, I've I've managed to bypass the January blues this year, and I'm just keeping myself going with one thing and another. So, and do yeah, you have all great. your paint jobs? 
I do. I do have all my paint jobs. Because uh, you should have got your last one, like, with this show. Yeah, I did. I did got the last one. So I got it pretty much near the start of the show. I did have a wee check earlier and I've claimed it and everything. So, yeah, I'll be looking forward to seeing that and having it possibly nice. put it on, possibly putting on like, a wee explanation asp or something like that at some point and going, woo, look at me. Shiny. Green and pretty. Yeah. Yeah. For the mug. 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 Right then. Me talking to Flossie. Flossie, how have oh. you been? Ah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, been been up to anything too. exciting? Mm, nothing really. Um, I've only really been in the late when I've been checking the CGs each day. Not uh, been contributing otherwise. to them then? No. I... I I don't really want to fight Thargoids, <laughs> so I don't really want anything to do with the weapons. Mm -hmm. I don't do I don't do combat anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, there is. Uh, I don't mind doing the um, the rescue stuff, you know. The yeah. Evacuations. Yeah, but, that's uh, all the evacuation I've been uh, been having a bit of change lately and been playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, few, fewer Thargoids there. Because it's been a you know a recent um, expansion pack, so I've been getting into that. Oh yeah, how to train your dragon? Mm, yeah, dragonflies. Yeah. yeah, it's quite good. Mm. Uh, it's it's definitely better than the last one was. I, did, I didn't like that at all, but uh, this one I'm getting on quite well. Good. Most of the time, yes. <laughs> except I can't get me. me I have to go up this really high mountain to get a glyph to complete me uh, dragonfly in tree mm -hmm. and uh, I can't get it I just okay. cannot get it <laughs> so what's the level cap now in Warcraft well they did a level squish so that if you were like 100 it went down to 50 ah uh, right this. yeah so um, yeah Shadowlands took it up to 60 so I started uh, Dragon dragon Flight at 60 to go up to 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember playing so, back in the day when 60 was the original level cap. Yeah, yeah. I think it had just gone to 70 when I started. So uh, no, I've been playing most of the time, just not all of it. I started back in vanilla. Oh, went all the way through to Kung Fu Panda and then just, kind of dropped out. Just before Burning Crusade I started. Yeah, that was a, that yeah. was a good one, Burning Crusade. It was, yeah. I, I so was in beta. I started <laughs> Night Elf there. In fact, I've just started another um, uh, Night Elf, but this time uh, a mage. Because they never used to have mages. No, they didn't. Night Elf, didn't they? Yeah. So a Night Elf mage, I thought, oh, it's different. <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah. So... Um, I can tell it, this is on another server where there's um there's a, a Facebook group I'm in called um fifty five and over still playing Warcraft. <laughs> so I'm a member of that. And there's a lot of those members uh in guilds for just over fifty fives. Yeah. But they're all in the in the US, so that's uh, not much. Anyway, good, there's, is it? there's somebody on one of the EU servers um who's so she's had a guild sort of to herself up to now, but she's now opening it up for 55 and over 
members. Nice. So I've started another character on her realm and uh, applying to join her guild, which uh, should be quite good. I think I just got fed up of being hassled in other guilds. There was one in particular I was okay with, and then, oh, there was this guild leader. She was always, um, she'd come online, right, come on, everybody has to do a raid. And I uh, didn't always want to do a raid. Well, no. I was do, busy doing something, and anyway, she kept messaging me, are you coming? Uh, in a minute, in a minute. And I thought, no, I'm not. I don't want to. So, in the end, I just told her, I said, no, I don't feel like it. Oh, come on, you must, you know, you got... And uh, anyway, I, I can't, we had a few carries on like that, so I just left the guild there and then. Don't blame <laughs> you. Don't blame you at all. <laughs> oh, the east of the bird. Oh. So anyway, I went on my own for a while, and then I joined another one. The other one was um, it was by mistake, really. I thought it was a ready check. <laughs> it was a guild <laughs> invite. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Because <laughs> I'd said to her, oh, I'm going to be independent, you know, and then suddenly I was a member of this other guild. <sighs> and I said, well, it was an accident because, you know, I thought we were doing a raid and there was a ready check and I just, <laughs> I just clicked it and then, oh, how do you know I remember? <laughs> Easy mistake to make. No, but, but that one's now fizzled out more or less. Everybody's gone on to other things, so... Yeah. Um, I've just been going it alone for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be nice to get in another one, uh, especially if it's aimed towards uh, older players. <laughs> so that if we do do things, we'll take our time, and if we don't know something, we won't get shouted at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to that as a change. Mm, sounds good. I admit I do a lot of solo now. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been doing solo for ages now. Because I first start when I first started Warcraft, it was with a friend from Second Life. Um, you know, he sort of persuaded me to start playing, and we played together for a while. And then he, well, he just disappeared on me, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he disappeared in Second Life as well. So I've not really seen yeah, anything of him. Mm. Well, he was a bit creepy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Less of a shame then. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, we were sort of together in Second Life. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, yeah. he do these things, doesn't yeah. you? Know, oh, that's not real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in the nicest so... possible way, there are quite a lot of creepy people in Second Life. <laughs> yeah. Well, he. I didn't think he was at first, but then. I used to go off doing um, teaching, teaching people about clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I had these sort of commitments like once a week. And I always turned up to do my lessons and then I'd go back. And I was aware that it was following me. Mm -hmm. But it was just keeping, I had like a radar, yeah. a radar thing on. And uh, I could see it was there. And yet it denied flatly it'd been anywhere near, you know. Mm. And, um, oh, he's, he was just so jealous. Yeah. And I know at one point he, he saw me talking to somebody uh, in our house that we had, and uh, he ended up moving it up into the sky. <laughs> what the heck 
fuck's he doing? And it was only afterwards I realised that, you know, he was just insanely jealous. Yeah, All so the time. It sounds just like you're possibly better off without him. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, definitely better off without him. Mm. <laughs> but it was him who introduced me to Warcraft. So. Yeah, at least he did something good then. He did something good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's enough of me, I think. I've talked enough. So, uh, I'll say for the mug. For the mug? Mug. And Lossie talking to Dark Wolf. All right. Um, Dark Wolf. And how have you been doing? I've been doing pretty well, uh, actively playing Elite as I'm watching the green screen. <laughs> All <laughs> just, right. Just, just, well, it's, just, it's just grinding away. Very nice to see you. I don't think I've seen you in here before. Um, nice to meet up with you. Uh, short version, been a part of the community for a while, uh, but decided to be more involved and talk with all the other folks. And, and uh, uh, usually I'm just the silent fighter in the background when we're at war, and that's usually <laughs> where, I, where I'm hiding out at. Uh, that's kind of the shorts of me. Uh, currently at the moment, I'm just playing space trucking, going from one place to another, and... Uh, restocking the funds i was broke i was i was below 100 oh, wow. million at one point and i was like yeah i've got a problem i, I can't risk losing my ships yeah i'm gonna have to do some serious uh stuff in i've got three fleet carriers on different accounts and uh i just noticed the other day the funds are getting a bit low so i'll have to get back in game and get some money making done <laughs> don't yeah my uh Personal goal at the moment is to beat Fishy. Uh, I was beating him last week in the charts, and uh, he beat me just at the end of it. So now I'm just trying to stay ahead of him. <laughs> Fishy. <laughs> right. So, um, should I know who Fishy is? Uh, he just another one of the truckers. Uh, he recently oh, got right. back into the game. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, he popped up in TeamSpeak a little earlier, but... Um, I thought I saw somebody fishy or something, yeah. Yeah, he seemed to be having audio problems, though. There were strange clicks coming from him, and then he dropped out. So I don't know if he was having connection issues. Yeah. There was, an, there was somebody else as well disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. There was quite a few here tonight. And it's nice to uh, talk to you. Yeah, no, absolutely a pleasure for me, and uh, a pleasure to more involved in the community and talking with everybody and uh, I guess at the moment that's it for me so uh, for the mug okay thank you very much for mug. the mug. mug is that everybody now yeah it I think is. we've run out of people everybody's been spoken to we're all good that's <laughs> a good green room this week yeah, yeah very busy one I noticed the viewing numbers kept going up as well and dropped a bit now but uh, well, we went up to about 46 well. or something before Wow. Good week. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Everyone stick around while well done green room. Pretty good. Mm. Does make for a long show. But well yeah. <laughs> it makes up the 17 minutes last time I was taking. Oh. Yeah, it does. It can happen. People can have their have their paint It has jobs. been longer. We've been on this eleven o'clock in the past. <laughs> True. Yeah, there was that time there was that time David was Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's just see. Pictures. The, the thing is. So. Didn't you say the, the current paint jobs run out on the end of this month? Yeah. 
Well, there you go. It means that everyone has managed to get their paint job. Hopefully, everyone's Yay. managed to get their paint jobs. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the, the annoying thing this time around with the drops is that you have to claim each one before you can start gathering time towards the next. Mm. That's true. Mm. So I don't know if they're going to be doing that next month. They, they mentioned something about it being imposed by Twitch the way it had been set up this month, and it wasn't intentional. Yeah. I don't know whether... I think that's a Twitch thing. Yeah, I don't know yeah. whether that's a permanent Twitch thing or just something about the no, settings I, I this time. So starts on the 1st and goes for 28 days or something, isn't it? Yeah. Damn you, Twitch. And this is a Twitch thing, yeah. So if... There we are. 1st is next Wednesday. So next week's mm. show, hopefully we'll have new drops and there'll be a lot of people still looking yeah. for time on them. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Well, that'd be cool. Same time next week, same back channel with hopefully new drops. Yeah. And David yeah, should be back and pushing great. buttons. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm not going to say yay because I think no, Luther Breaker's done a really good job. Yeah, really Don't good say job. it. We yeah. haven't finished the show yet. There's yeah. still loads of time for things to go wrong. <laughs> oh, I was going to see us oh, much better than last time. Well, yeah. Oh, yes. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> when he broke everything. <laughs> I didn't break everything. Oh. I just broke the audio. You just broke most of it. Yeah, that's true. But yes, when we're, we're doing radio, class. isn't the audio like the most important thing? The video feed <laughs> to Twitch was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah One out of two. Who, who can complain? Yeah. 50 yeah. 50. Anyway, it's more of the bandwidths on video than audio. So if you look at it that way, most of it was working. And the text chat was fine as well. So don't know what people are moaning yeah, about. Yeah. I told you you should have pasted the whole script into text and let them read it for themselves. Yeah, that was still wouldn't have gone down well with the podcast audience, though. Yeah, no. And then we still wouldn't have had a script for it. We just had to write a new script for last week. That's true, yeah. We managed to uh, <laughs> recycling. It's eco-friendly. Eco-friendly scripts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Are we going to do the thing? Um, I don't know if we should do the thing with everyone unless we warn everyone, because we've yeah, got we'll a lot of people in the room right now. In. Then everyone in the room can join in. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. See. Right. <clears throat> Loud noise Happy. warning. Do we have an awuga? Yes, we have an awuga. We do have an awuga. Fire mug. Fire mug. For the mug. mug. For the mug. <laughs> never really mattered at all we're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today super cruising all across the milky way we'll take anything anytime and i will loading up the teenagers to the brim with
Ladies and gentlemen, we're very sorry, but that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Seamless.